Monday, it's time for a video, and today we have one for all of you who are looking for a job. Let's talk. Hello everybody, sorry about that, my cat is strange. Good morning everybody, it's Monday, a brand new week of videos. We are super happy that you're here. And today we are coming to you live with Ultra Universe Everyday Heroes, the series that covers the more serious, more in-depth and more debating topics, you know, versus the other series that's kind of just nerdy and geeky or whatever. But we do have fun here and we wanna make sure that everybody gets something out of it, um, or at least is able to uh, listen and use what works. Today, 10 job seeking tips. Now, at any point in time, everyone's looking for some work to do. Obviously, being able to pay your bills and all that stuff is important, um, but also it just it's good for the mind and the brain to have a regular task to do. I do this podcast <coughs> as I'm trying to grow, you know, obviously to monetize, but I love having this to do just for the sheer fact that I need to be somewhere at a given time and do a specific task, which is a video, a podcast, a post, whatever that may be. So the information today is gonna to come from Forbes, one of the biggest business companies out there. And one of their, excuse me, one of their um, writers wrote a article called the 10 unconventional, but very effective tips for job seekers. So I'm gonna go ahead and pop this in the chat so people can read at their uh, pleasure uh, later after this. So let's jump in and keep in mind, a lot of these are very kind of general ideas, but we're gonna try to go into it and talk about as much detail as we can. <laughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Sorry, can't. All right, number one, um, the author says be vulnerable. It's okay to ask people for advice. She wrote, too often we think we have to sell ourselves as the know-it-all, but I've found the best way to build relationships whom you'd like to work with or for is to work by being vulnerable, sharing your admiration, and asking for advice. Now, this is a generally good idea for most things overall when it comes to life skills, relationship skills, family skills. Yes, it's good to know certain things. Yes, it's good to sometimes be the go-to person. However, when you are trying to get a job, <coughs> you don't want to come in seeming like you're the best person ever to do this job. Because really, you may or may not be, but that's not what they care about. They want somebody who wants to learn. So if you go in and you talk about how you are open for information, for, as they said, advice, or just to say, this work is awesome, I wanna be a part of it, that's step one. So again, it goes against the normal grain of, hey, you have to have the perfect resume, and yeah, you do have to have the skills, obviously, but when you're talking one-on-one, -on -one, excuse me, <laughs> and you're just, you know, you're being a human to human, person to person, let them know that you may not know it all. Let them know that you are open to find out new things. All right, number two, and this one's interesting, don't always follow your passion. This is kind of a 50-50, depending on who you ask. So they uh, quoted from a um, 
author named Cal Newport who wrote the book So Good You Can't They Can't Ignore You Why Skills Trump Passion and the Quest for Work You Love. Um, they, uh, he said, if you study people who end up loving their work, most of them did not follow a pre-existing passion. Instead, their passion developed over time. Now, that's not to say not to do something that you like doing. For instance, podcasting is one of my things that I love. But recently, as you guys have known, the mental health fight is really my my calling. And it may not be the most intriguing job every day, but it definitely grows on me because it's something I deal with personally, but it definitely gives back tenfold because you are fighting for a good cause. So while you guys might want to do something that you enjoy, and that's fair, notice that sometimes the job might not sound key to you, but as you do it, you're going to go, hey, this is kind of cool. Um, I tested my blog skills yesterday. Um, it didn't end up going through. However, I was shocked to know that I can now write over or almost 900 words in a given blog. That's pretty cool. Does that mean that it's going to be my professional thing? No, but it means that for some extra cash or if I want to do something else on the side, I can do some blogging and actually do, you know, a full blog. So look at what you're going to do. And you might be shocked at how cool it actually is. Number three, create your position. Don't wait around for the dream job to come or the dream position to come. Study the industry and determine if that's where you want to be. Um, this is what the author is saying. Um, then figure out the challenges, their relationships, or public information. With this, you can craft a solution that can share directly or publicly, you know, for instance, through a blog. Uh, the concept here is to get noticed through offering a solution that they might have not had before. So they're not literally saying make a new position. They're saying come into it with a different power, so to speak. Whew, sorry. Very exciting. i got to catch my breath. Um, this is one thing that I also hold near and dear to my heart as well, because I feel that, you know, everybody has a different perspective of doing and while it may not always um, come to fruition, you will see that no matter what you what you do, idea-wise, it's going to trigger something of a possible change. So, for instance, when I come at the you know mental health fight, I don't come at it from the clinical you know stuff that you read online. I come at it from the super super personal. This is doing you know you, this needs to be changed because what you're doing to me and others like me. Um, and yeah, that's not necessarily new anymore because a lot of people do it. But what is new is my personal life. Mine's going to be different than yours who are watching, different than somebody else's. Everybody has a story and that story is what you do to change the viewpoint of, of in this case, of work. So go in with a new, and I'm talking new, like out of the box thing to show that you have the ability to make change, basically. All right, number four, and this is very important generally, not just for jobs, but for life and everything. Learn to listen. 
And we mean, listen, now, if you guys watched our big event in February about communication, and we talked about how it's important for those with mental health difficulties and their caregivers or loved ones to communicate, listening is a very difficult skill. It's one thing to have them say, all right, where, what did you, where did you work for the last five years? And you give them an answer. That's answering a question. That's not listening. But if they say, okay, what do you want from this job? You don't want to just automatically jump in and go, oh, I want to be the best. I want to get paid well. I want to make a difference. Come on, guys. That's very, very old school. Kind of on the, you know, it, it's lame in terms of answering for a question. It's not the answer they're looking for. What you need to do when they ask you a question is what do, you know, is it, what it, if you were answering, if you were asking the question to them, what would you want to hear them say? What do you want to hear? So some of the, um, you know, questions, tell me about yourself. Why do you want this job? What are your greatest strengths and weaknesses? Now, while a lot of those things are kind of general generalities, there's always going to be a portion of that question that make that, um, that you have to actually listen to what they're saying. When they're saying, tell me about yourself, they're not asking for your life story. They want um, tidbits and words and descriptions as to why you're going to fit into the job. When they ask you, why do you want the job? Again, like I just said, don't give them the general answer. Give them the thought-provoking, I'm hearing you, I'm listening question. And of course, what are your greatest strengths and weaknesses that's always the hardest one for me, but that's one that you really want to dig deep and go, okay, they want to know what I can do really well and what I can't do really well, but they also want to know, you know, what I'm doing with my strengths and weaknesses to make me as a better person. So hoping this stuff makes, um, makes sense to you. Number five, start at the top and move down. So they use the example of the movie Pursuit Happiness. Um, the uh, biograph or the uh, story about Chris Gardner, Will Smith played him in the movie, that you need to start from the top and move down. Why approach human resources uh, in hopes that your resume makes it to the hiring authority? Just get it there yourself. Be careful to use tact, respect, and clarity, but nevertheless go straight to the decision maker. So this one might be a little hard, especially in today's day and age, but if you can send your info directly to the person who needs to read it, that shows a little bit of initiative. Like they said, though, like the author said here, be respectful, be clear. Don't just push your way through the crowd and say, me first. You say, hey, I'm interested. Here's my info. Contact me if you are still looking for a job or are still looking to fill the position, um, if you're interested. But be polite. Don't tell them, you know, call me now or I'm never going to do this. You say, here, here's my info. Let's, let's have a conversation. Whether or not that's going to work, it depends on the people, the company, whatever. But if you can email them directly or if you can get it to them directly, try to do that. I have never been in a position where I've had to do that personally, but I can see from obviously the Chris Gardner story, the pursuit of happiness, I can see how if the ability comes, if the option comes up, do it if you can. Um, excuse me. Number six, build a relationship with the administrative assistant. So while you want to start at the top, you'll eventually want to build strategic with personnel at all levels. 
Um, the author here says, um, a terribly underutilized resource is the employer's administrative assistant. As the manager's trusted counterpart, there is only often a slight social barrier between the two. They know the manager's schedule, interest, responsibility, preferences, all that stuff. Again, not always viable, not always obviously an option, but if you can also meet with the person who basically is the manager's number two or number one, do that as well. Same thing with number five, respectful, polite, clear, but if you can, go do it. Number seven, don't apply to the job as soon as you find it. So this is kind of interesting here. Um, obviously, what you hate to do is scroll through and be like, oh my God, there's so many jobs and I've already read half of these. Where's the new stuff? So this person said, when you find a job online that you're really interested in applying, applying is the last thing to do. Instead, research the company, professionals, anything about him, reach out to someone at the company, letting them know you admire what they do and would love their advice. Then, if possible, ask any questions, uh, tips and tricks. Um, they will probably let you know about the openings or opening. Um, and it might make you look better when you actually put your application in. Now, again, keep in mind, guys, this is off of one article, one person, one company. But it is a pretty interesting tactic to do. You don't want to come off as, I guess, kissing up. But if you, you know, and my wife does a lot of research um, when she was uh, looking for work too. So I've seen this, you know, in, in happening. If you can do the research, if you can talk to somebody, I do it all the time during my, you know, my mental health stuff. I go to somebody before going to the final punch to see what they can help me with or know about so I can have more of an insight. Same thing goes here. Don't be too pushy. Don't be too rude. Be very nice. Be very clear. And just say, hey, I was scrolling through, um, you know, your company. It looks kind of cool. What are, you know, some of the things that you guys do? What are some of the, um, you know, things that you're that you're looking at? What, what What's your goal for the future? Almost always, if there is a job opening, like this author said, they will let you know about it. Um Again, may not always work, but it doesn't hurt to try. All right, number eight, focus on body language. Now, whether you're doing it over Zoom um, or live, body language is key. And again, this goes for life skills too. If your arms are crossed, if you're looking down, if you have this look on your face like you don't want to be there, obviously they are going to say thank you, no thanks, bye. Look at what others do to you and say, hey, if I were to do that to somebody else, is that pleasant? Is that polite? No, you know what? Maybe I should do it. Look at what others do to you and see what kind of movements are appreciative versus movements that might consider rude. Now, yes, sometimes, you know, I've talked to many people who do just have a stern look. Nothing, you know, they're the nicest people in the world. Nothing about it. It just, it's how they speak. It's how they do their work. So body language isn't always the right mode of doing it. But if you go out of your way to just be calm, be relaxed, as if you're chatting with a friend, a family member, loved one, whatever, go into it just being yourself and say, hey, let's talk. Let's have this interview. You know, what's going on? Yeah. Once in a while, if you're comfortable, you want to go let that kind of cross your arms in a kind of comfortable way. Sure. Don't just, but don't come off as if you are like, hmm, you know, I, 
come on, what really give me, you know, you want to just come off as strong as far as job wise, but calm, confident and polite as far as talking. Because keep in mind, a lot of these things you're going to be communicating with customers, other people, they probably want to make sure that what you look like to them, you'll look like to your customers. Um, number nine, don't focus on the individual job you want right this second. This is kind of general common sense, but it's not always liked by people. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Oh, liked by people. Um, look around and see what you can do while you're looking. Obviously, everybody has to have some sort of work to have the money come in, but you're not going to necessarily find your exact thing. I mean, hey, I'm 36 now. I just realized that I want to go into the mental health thing. It took me that long to do. I've done multiple jobs up until now. None of them stuck. So don't jump. Don't search looking for the perfect job. Search for things that you're able to do. Search for things that you probably can learn how to do. Through that process, you will then come through and find things that you actually are aiming to do. So for instance, if you want to go into podcasting, do um, blogging first. Do, um, I don't know, um, jump on somebody else's podcast or video. Um, speaking, whatever it is you want to do. Writing, I mean, a lot of podcasting is basically speaking out what you would be writing. So do some writing. Do things that are possibly similar or maybe not similar, but are going to eventually get you where you go. You'll find what you want once you get to where you need to be. Last one on here, become the greatest fan of that company you can be. Becoming a brand loyalist may lead to becoming an employee, the author says, but of course you have to establish and participate in the forum where you're constantly communicating that message, something that they will see. So again, obviously you can't just be like, I love Doritos. I want to work for them. No, if you really wanted to work for Doritos and you wanted to do what their message is, then yeah, comment on their posts, comment on their forums, um, email the company, get info, uh, give input, talk about what you like and don't like. Make them feel like you kind of are an employee because you basically are. You're giving them a review. You are helping them fix things. Think about why companies change and why to what they are. Think about why companies that should change don't change. I mean, a lot of times, and again, I'm not going to get into the other topic, but a lot of times when the company doesn't listen, it's probably not something you want to get into to begin with. But if you want to be in a company, be the biggest fan. Yes, you're not going to be the only one. I get it. But let them know that you care enough to take 10 minutes out of your day and write them something. You know, a couple times I've done where I loved a particular product and I went ahead and I emailed them and, you know, I wasn't looking for a job, so it didn't matter. But you know what they did send me? They sent me a bunch of coupons for uh, products to use. Now, I buy my stuff online, so, you know, it, they, they don't work that way. But I thought that was really cool that they actually got my message and said, hey, and they sent me an email back saying, here, take, you know, five bucks off your next bottle of, you know, whatever it is, or take five dollars off the next box of whatever it is. So they do listen and they do, they do care most of the time. Um, but if you are looking to do it, go in head first and just be the cheerleader for that company. 
All right, you guys, so we hope you had a good time here. We had a really good time. We were on here for very long. I love when the videos are actually long and in depth because it gives you guys time to you know, appreciate and learn and understand. If you guys were able to watch it live, thank you so much. Before we end, we do have, we're gonna do our comments. Of course, my lovely wife, the tell me about yourself question is challenging. That was going back to, I think, one of the, I think number four or five about listening and not just um, talking. And yes, one of the hardest questions to do is, you know, give, give me a little bit about you. You know, who who is, who are you? Yeah. Uh, so great comment. Uh, I think everybody would agree with that for sure. If you guys haven't yet, please subscribe. We, we, we got to grow to give you more. Every day we do a little bit more for you. And the more we can grow, the more you guys are going to get, whether it's via prizes, whether it's via more videos. We got a lot of cool stuff we can do. So please go ahead on YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. Click that subscribe button. And while you're at it, click the little notifications on each one because I think all of them have that little bell. And you'll be able to know when we are coming on next. As always, guys, if you weren't able to watch it live, this will be on replay on those three as well. Thank you so much for joining us. We hope that these tips will help you in your job search. If you have any other questions, feel free to ask. We may not have the answers, but we love to try to help. All right, guys, have a wonderful day.